Hello there, and welcome to An Englishman in San Diego. This is a cup of tea, a weekly hangout where we talk San Diego Comic Con and other conventions. I say that because this is a New York Comic Con special. Thank you very much indeed for joining us this Sunday afternoon. It's 10 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast, 1 p.m. on the East, and here in the UK, it's 6 o'clock in the evening. And this is our little weekly hangout where we uh, kind of wrap up the weekend and talk all things Comic Con. Don't forget, if you are taking part on the Google Plus event page, thank you very much indeed, click on the Q&A button and you can interact with us live. You can ask all sorts of questions, not only of myself but also of our guests. We can also get a conversation going if there's anybody else that you wish to talk to and talk about. We'll try and uh, answer any questions, especially as we get closer and closer to the pre-registration badge sale, which is due imminently. We'll talk about that very soon indeed. You can either do uh, a conversation with us using the Q&A button, or you can contact us via Twitter. If you are watching using YouTube, you can pull up your Twitter uh, box as well, and you can uh, use the hashtag CUPOTSDCC. We would love to have you along for the conversation. We already have a couple of viewers. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Let's just crack up straight on, because this is only going to be a brief one, because we're down to the technical limitations. If you are watching this on my uh, personal channel, Lennon Sultana YouTube channel, thank you. We're also going to be transferring this over to the Englishman uh, in San Diego YouTube channel as well. The reason being is because we wanted to try and have a conversation with somebody at New York Comic Con, and that's exactly what we were able to do. Uh, we are being joined by Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CCI Forum. Hello, Alyssa. <laughs> Hello. Alyssa is in a very um, uh, very fun position at this point because she's up in the VIP lounge of New York Comic Con. Um, how are you doing? How's your weekend been? It's been amazing. I, I absolutely have simply lucked into so many fabulous situations. I got, I got to meet Kevin Smith. Um, I got Seth Green. Uh, I was able to, to meet a numerous amounts of Marvel icons uh, and got them to sign a, a, a book that I had done. I just got out of a, a Marvel Unlimited panel, which is completely worth it. Uh, they 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 charge ninety nine dollars for a year's worth of unlimited comics, but they also do convention panels. And got to see a five minute clip of uh, the Age of Ultron, which looks amazing. We we will come back to that, trust me. Absolutely. <laughs> but, that, is something, but, that is something we're going to cover. Absolutely. But but first off, let me um, – I'm sorry, we're still doing the introductions. Never mind. <laughs> okay, because uh, I know that you've um, been bumping into one or two other of our good friends out there as well. Who else? I mean, we've got uh, Janine who's saying, I uh, hope you're having fun. Thank you, Michigan. Indeed, for joining us, Janine, on the Q&A. Um, who else have you bumped into in terms of um, – our friends in uh, in the blogging community. Who have you seen? Um, I just I've seen Mike um, and I've uh, who's the moderator on for the New York area on our forum. He did the interview with Brian. I've bumped into Brian uh, Stephenson, the P, read pop PR guy, and uh, who's. A sweetheart in real life, as much of a sweetheart in real life as he was on the Hangout. I have uh, I spoke with the uh, manager of the Q Hall um, just a few minutes ago. I've spoke uh, 
a number of forum members have come up to me and, and said hi. Uh, their names escape me at this point. Um, you don't, you don't uh, want to leave anybody out. I, I, I have that problem yeah. on occasion. Yeah. Sort of like, if, I, if I start rattling people off, then I'll, I'll forget somebody, and then the next thing you know, I'm being hunted down. So, no, I think exactly. I bumped into uh, speech bubbles a lot of people. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Excellent. Okay. Um, well, that's, it's great to uh, to hear that you're having a good time, and we will find out what uh, you've been up to uh, in New York. Um, we've also been joined by someone new to the uh, the Hangouts, um, and that's where we're going to have a little bit of an introduction from him, find out uh, more about him. We have Ian O'Hara joining us. Hello, Ian. How are you, sir? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Not a problem at all. Now, Ian is somebody I've spoken to on a number of uh, social medias, on Twitter and on Facebook, but uh, there may be some people out there who don't know who Ian is. So uh, just explain um, who you are and um, how you got into Comic-Con and um, what, you, what you do in terms of as a fan. Um, hi, I'm Ian O'Hara. Um, I'm a bus driver from California. Uh, I got into Comic-Con... Just out of curiosity, I decided uh, back in 2009, you know what, I'll go, what the heck, and I enjoyed myself very much. And then three years later, um, I got to, with you guys. <laughs> that, that kind of nails it down. That just, that just, that just, that just condensed an awful lot into, like, two sentences. <laughs> Pretty much. So, I mean, I know people find you online as Admiral Chewy. Where did that name come from? Um... Let me see if I remember correctly. I think we were picking names, joking around for uh, just basic ranks, and I joked around, you know, I'll be Admiral Chewy, and the name stuck, and somebody sent me a, a picture of a Chewbacca with a surfboard, so, <laughs> yeah. That will do it. That will yep. absolutely do it. So yeah. which, cons do, which cons do you go to? Is it just primarily San Diego Comic Con, or do you, do you go to a number of them? Um, it's primarily San Diego that I go to. It's the only one I've been to, but um, I want to go to New York Comic Con and Phoenix Comic Con because they look a lot. They look like a lot of fun. So Where are you I'm based? What's that? Me, yeah, sorry. There was a slight interruption there as a cat just bounced clean across the screen. This would not be a cup of a cup of tea hangout without a cat. Bouncing across the screen of some description, we've had um, a number of guests. On. <laughs> I've got two that are floating around at the moment. There's the threat every second that they're going to be joining. So, yeah, sorry okay. about that. It's okay. Where, where are you based, um, Ian? Uh, Santa Clarita, California. Okay. Yeah, so it's right. Like I'm about ten minutes away from Kimberly Walton. Oh wow. So she lives in my area. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah. San Diego Comic Con obviously is in your neck of the woods. Have you? Thought about WonderCon? Is that something that you've uh, possibly? Yeah, on, yeah, on I would. Desk? It's just plane tickets and all that stuff, <laughs> and getting the time off. But I would love to go to that. It's. I think it's certainly handy when you're uh, nice and close to uh, a location when you can attend a con uh, of uh, any kind of size. Which is where we'll come. Uh, we'll go back to Alyssa then. So it is the big event of the weekend. New York Comic Con, it's ran throughout the course of the week. However, um, obviously, uh, we've had New York Super Week, which started at the beginning of the week, but New York Comic Con started around um, Thursday. How long have you been in New York, Alyssa? I came in on Wednesday late uh, in the day. 
uh, took a, a tour of New Jersey due to a faulty GPS system which is always lovely, um, got up and came to the con. We It opened at noon on Thursday, and I found this location and said, oh, I've got to figure out how to. I don't know if you guys can see. We I've got, can, yeah. yes. Uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, uh, we're seeing an, an excellent view. Like I say, this is from the VIP um, booth above the uh, convention floor in the uh, uh, the Javits Center at uh, New York, looking down on uh, the Marvel booth. There, I see exactly the where where they're giving out something that I really want. <laughs> so I'm a little, uh, you know, like oh, oh no. Um, I'm going to shift the focus over here just so people can see the floor. I'm moving okay. over to the boom booth right below me and now it's panning up a little to the image booth and beyond that you'll see the IDW booth it is um, an uh, absolutely massive hall i mean something yes. we're going to be well, something we're going to be coming back to because i know that you've spoken to you said that you've spoken uh, to Brian from Repop. One of the big stories right. that came out of this week was um, a news story about uh, the impressive numbers that have showed up for New York Comic Con. Uh, they were talking like 140,000 plus. I, that to me sounds like that's New York Super Week as well. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I do the numbers and I look for the uh, the formulas too much to be able to really give that number any credence. Um, yeah. That said, you know, you're I and I don't know if you could see on top of the boom booth, you see that just the sheer and I'm moving over to the Lego booth now. Um, let me know if I need to tip it, tilt it up. Uh, and, you can possibly tilt it down a bit so we can see more of the floor. Yeah. But I mean, then again, I mean, it's what what time we're we talking? We're talking ten past one in New York at the moment. Yeah, on so a Sunday. Sunday, and it is still absolutely packed. And the um, the thing that you don't see here that I cannot get a picture of is um, what's happened. And I'm going to pan over more so you can see this this area in through here. And keep in mind that there's a third of the show floor behind me that you don't see, um, wow. that I can't show you. Below me, um, below this hall, it, below the floor is a Q hall, which at any given time probably ha has everybody queuing up. So it's a massive, massive room where they can do all of the lines that you would normally see at San Diego outside. Inside sure. in that hall with stanchions. It's well, I mean that's that's something that uh, has come up on the questions because I'm seeing there on the uh, the right hand side um, of the uh, New York Comic Con Live, which I'm guessing is kind of like a an in-house channel because it looks it's powered by Twitch. So yeah. I mean it's obvious that um, Repop really is taking on board the uh, embracing of new technologies, new ways of getting to the fans, and new ways of uh, branching out into other medias, but um, I think that's something that we were talking about um, before the con started, before this, uh, the Hangout started, about how Repop is doing that, of, of uh, embracing new uh, technologies. Um, I, the I questions have, coming if, up, 
Oh, if I can interrupt for one second. Um, sure. my, son, my son lost his badge yesterday, of course, the one day when I'm like, we're going to get there at 7 a.m. to Because uh, I've got the VIP pass, so we get in um, at the same time that the, the regular uh, non-VIP folk do. The one day we're getting up early, my son loses the badge somewhere between here and, and where we were staying. They let us in early went to the will call window because I had registered the badge and had an RFID and it has the RFID technology in it. They were able to cancel the old badge and refund um, and with a $10 fee, give him his new badge within five or 10 minutes. Absolutely wow. painless. Amazing. Wow. Just That's the technology awesome. worked. <clears throat> yeah. And this was all before the doors opened. Maybe you did that in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I I have my badge stolen off me about two years ago, and the the hoops you had to jump through to get your badge replaced. I mean, admittedly, it is getting up. It's more hassle getting to the desk and just getting it all sorted out. But that just sounds like a, a seamless system. That, that when it's all um, yeah. The the RFID technology. So the to go it basically dovetails into your idea that the technology um, the read pops embracing the technology is uh, is refreshing cool. and I well, have to that, say uh, sorry go on. go no go on um, the, do we want to talk about room clearing now or sure, give that, it five that's, minutes? That's, yeah that's that's where I'm going uh, I mean the question is coming from Martin Burke thank you very much indeed for watching Martin uh, the one I'm dying to know how did the wristband and the room clearing system work out? In I just spoke with a floor manager of that um, Q hall that we spoke uh, that I spoke of a moment or two ago, and he's uh, and he has said that they're getting a lot more uh, compliments than complaints. Um, in general, I tend to think that taken as a whole. Granted, you lose the serendipity of seeing the panel before that you weren't as interested in. It is a win for Repop. Uh, wow. They absolutely uh, they have they have it set up. They have the room to set up the lines. I, for example, yesterday I got into the hall, opened at eight. I was probably I don't know. I want to say hundredth in line. On the VIP end of it, I was able to. I was uh, probably maybe 200 back in the Walking Dead, the line to get a wristband for the Walking Dead. I was also able to get uh, a wristband after the Walking Dead. I was able to get a wristband for Daredevil, which were the two big panels that I had wanted to see, and I even got a third panel, uh, a Lego Batman wristband. This was all probably before 11, I want to say 10, 30, 11. I had all three of those wristbands. I was free to go until I wanted to line up for those panels. What time did those lines start forming? Uh, the lines started forming out, well, here's the, here's the rub. It was raining on, on Friday night, uh, Saturday morning, so I, I think a lot of people declined to camp out who might have camped out. So I had heard that, um, you know, at around six or seven, the lines were not, the general line was not that long. 
Um, but it was because it was, I think, because part of it is it was raining. Um, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering for Repop, I'm wondering if that's actually a godsend. Because it, instead of having that, <laughs> the lines forming up like uh, you would get at San Diego with some, you know, the massive overnight queue, the weather kind of like <laughs> shies them away. It, it might, it might very well have been, but I didn't hear. I mean, Saturday was the the you know was the the crux day. The um, but I didn't hear a lot of complaints on the other days. You know, there were some complaints the first day, and they were working the the kinks out. But I didn't really, I haven't really heard that many complaints the following days. Wow. So. So I mean that that's the um, the wristbands. How's the room clearing gone? Um, it seems that seems smooth. Uh, the there's there's no bathroom in the main hall. <laughs> you know, that's a minor point, but I, I think that that um, Mike from uh, the moderator from my forum brought up a good point. We were we were talking about it a few minutes ago, and he said that uh, they very easily could. Um, uh, cordon off a bathroom for us to use. Wow. I I forget how large the main hall is, um, maybe four thousand. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I mean that I, I, it certainly makes a little bit more. Um, I, I the one thing I think a lot of people were concerned about is clearing out that many people and whether they would lose panel content. Do you think that that's happened? Um, I think that they have probably lost a full, I would say they probably lost a full panel in there at least um, during the day due to the room clearing, but it seemed to go smoothly. Um, I was back in two back-to-back panels, uh, Daredevil, no, Walking Dead, then Daredevil yesterday, and there really, there really wasn't a problem. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I walked right around and just, you know, got in line and and stood there for ten minutes and and uh, was let in. Cool. Uh, well, I mean, we've got two questions which I think are relating to the kind of comparison between the the mentalness of uh, San Diego Comic Con and also of how these new uh, introductions have worked in Reed Pop's favour. Um, Question has come from Travis McIntyre. Thank you very much indeed for watching, Travis. What about the people that are ADA that have mobility issues? I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I have seen some people with uh, uh, medical issue tags on them, um, but I, I think that they were perhaps helpers. Um, that's that's as far as I can I, I can speak to that issue. Unfortunately, I just didn't do my research on that. Fair enough. To be honest, I have just been completely distracted because you're currently looking uh, down from the VIP section above the floor, and you're seeing a slight reflection uh, in the from behind you, and a slightly overweight um, speed biker from Star Wars just walked in, and that distracts me. That's the great thing about these hangouts when you can see things like that out of the corner. Oh yeah. Of the <laughs> and, and this is I can't see what you guys are seeing, so uh, I'm, I'm relying on visual, visual, uh, verbal cues from Leonard and just panning no. the floor. So. 
Not a problem at all. I think you're doing a cracking job. It's great to see you. Be, I mean, I as somebody who really wants to go to New York Comic Con, this is just it's great to actually see that. Um, it's good to yeah, if you could just keep the camera pointed down a little bit, so we could just see those crowds. It's amazing. Um, speaking of the crowds, uh, the question has come in from um, Janine Lacaro. Um, Travis, um, about the uh, question about the ADA, I will try and speak to Brian and find out um, how they've been doing and any kind of issues they've been having. So I will get back to you on that one, Travis. Uh, question is coming from Jacqueline, uh, Janine Lacaro, a uh, long-time fan of ours. Thank you very much indeed for watching. Uh, been hearing that the Toy Tokyo booth has been as crazy as the Funko booth at Comic-Con uh, San Diego. Uh, Alyssa, have you had any experience with them? Has there been any booths that have stood out as being hubs of mentalness? Um, I have heard that one. That one is a one. Um, I haven't tried it. I know my son tried for a friend of his, for a friend of ours yesterday, and um, we we were early in line. But he even that then he ended up only getting a ticket for um, a raffle for the whatever there was the the toy that there was. I know that the Bandai booth has also been difficult. Um, and I, but I was able to score the Godzilla today, <laughs> so I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> cool. um, nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to very quickly look through the Q and A uh, questions. Uh, so, if you have a, any questions, Ian, is there anything that you'd like to uh, put forward? Um, no questions right now. Um, I just really want to go to New York now after seeing all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say, I do have to say, uh, since this is the first time my son is cosplaying, um, oh, there, really? there, yeah, there is been <laughs> what's, he, little, what's, what's he dressed up as? Oh, God. Um, uh, uh, the video game with the, oh, it's, the name is Escape, Assassin's Creed. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so okay. he's one of he's a, a conglomerate of of their characters, and um, there is a pretty strict weapons policy. Yes, here. I spot. This is something that yeah, shows up that. on the yeah on the Google Plus community um, about an hour, an hour and a half ago. I spotted this. Um, yeah, yes, as as he come across any issues with that uh, being the Assassin's Creed cosplay? We decided not to bring the metal sword that was strapped and uh, wire tied into its sheath because we did not want to risk it being confiscated and not returned. Fair enough. So I think that, to my mind, as an amateur new cosplayer, the problem that I see in this is that there's nobody that you can send a picture to and say, well, if I bring this, do I have a reasonable expectation of being able to take it home with me? Sure. And this, is some, my, this is something I'm, I'm going to put in the uh, the comments below yeah. the Google Plus event page and also in the YouTube uh, page. It is a, um, a very strict panel um, uh, weapons um uh, restriction that's being put on cosplay at New York Comic Con. Um, mm-hmm. Someone actually turned around and said that perhaps um, it may be something that San Diego uh, could adopt, but then again, they also turned around and said, well, San Diego already has their uh, weapons checking system, which seems a little bit maybe more um, uh, mature in 
how it's handled. Who knows? Um, okay, uh, let's see where we've got with a couple of questions. Um, this is, uh, we've got actually a number from, from Travis McIntyre. Thank you very much indeed for, uh, for the questions. Um, so hopefully you don't mind me just uh, uh, going to you, Alyssa, and fielding these. Um, I think that they should ask when they are passing out wristbands if you are there to see a certain panel or for the whole day. Then if you get a certain colour for a panel or one colour for an all day, what's all your thoughts on that? I think, um, I mean, I personally would think it's going to be back to where we were or where we are with San Diego Comic Con in that people will camp out for the duration of the day. Um, yeah, I don't think, if you're going to go with, if you're going to go with a wristband concept, I don't think having the option to do an all-day wristband is viable. Um, what you kind of saw is that they're forcing you to choose. What's the yeah. one panel that you really want? And you can go to that panel, the one that you really want to go to. And, you know, maybe you don't get to see your secondary or your third panel. Um, but because of the timing of it, if more people had lined up in the Daredevil panel, I wouldn't have been able to see it. Sure. Um, because I chose The Walking Dead. So I, I don't think that's an option, unfortunately, Travis. I'm sorry to say. Fair enough. No, I, I, I appreciate that. I, I, I think that's right. It's something that has been talked about when it comes to San Diego Comic Con, whether it is possibly time to start looking at um, picking and choosing your moments instead right. of kind of uh, being given the opportunity to camp out and kind of really put pressure on Comic-Con, especially when it comes to uh, San Diego, the fact that it looks like we may not be getting an expansion anytime soon. Um, what with the, uh, the issue with the, um, the convention center, we are going to be covering that in a future uh, episode. Um, Right. I, is there, okay, you've talked very quickly about your highlights. Um, we've talked about the issues of New York Comic Con. Let's talk about the highlights. Um, what has been, um, the top of your head then, the moments that have st stood out for you for New York Comic Con uh, so far? Um, when I was uh, allowed to go into the Marvel 75th, area. Uh, they had, in the press area, they had all of the creators, uh, the big name creators, uh, Ordway, oh. Simonson, <laughs> uh, McFarlane, uh, I, and I'm just, uh, Tim Sale, you know, they had all of them sitting around 10 tables and they gave us a book. Uh, with examples of their artwork and five, six pages, blank pages that we can have autographs in. And you just got to, to walk around the tables with five people sitting at them, all icons, and have them sign your book. And all of the other artists, all of the, the artists were as giddy as us fans were seeing them because they got to see all of their friends that they hadn't seen before. Um, Louise, Louise, they called her, Simonson, said it's like old home week. 
I haven't seen some of these people for 50 years, and um, it's it was it was just that that impacted. I mean, these are people that I see that I read when I was a kid. Um, and she the other the other quote of hers was it, it's like seeing your um you getting your yearbook signed the last the last day of your senior year of high school, um because they they all had books and were getting them signed by everybody too, so uh, that was the highlight. I got a picture of um uh, of myself with um Kevin Smith, which was. On my Facebook page, my new profile. Yes, pic. that's become um, your profile page picture all over the place. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I it's had something, to, it's something to be rightfully proud of. It's a hell of a picture. It is. It is. And you know, I, I wasn't doing my face wasn't doing anything funny then either. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> the Excellent. second thing um, I just saw, uh, I was in a Marvel Unlimited panel and just saw about a five minute clip of the age of Ultron uh, it looks spectacular uh, it opens with uh, probably about two or three minutes of all of the the cast of the event of the Avengers in character um, in the movie drinking a beer uh, this is this the footage we saw at comic-con yeah a little bit of a house party around Stark Tower Yep, trying to pick up the hammer. Oh, wonderful! So I'm glad you guys see that. Then I have to go through oh, it all. Fantastic. That was that was brilliant. Um, segued into, uh, and you can tell me if you saw this in San Diego too. Segued into James Spader um, coming on scene with uh, uh, with a bit of destruction and and my vision of of the future. Um, yep. Segwayed into uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and then um, finally, I don't, think, I, don't, the, I don't see, I don't seem to remember that the quick, yeah, that, that section. But uh, then again, uh, uh, when that happened, we had been awake for about forty-eight hours at that point. So understood. <laughs> um, then there was a, a, a bit with uh, Hulkbuster and Hulk fighting. And the, then wrapped up, the last scene was um, a close-up of a broken Captain America shield. Oh, no, that I don't remember. So I that's, yeah. That's, that's new. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, no. And they showed it <laughs> twice, and we were just all like, ah. <laughs> um, if anybody is thinking at all about the Marvel Unlimited Plus package for $100 a year, I highly recommend it. It's great. Um, Google it. I, I hate to be a shell for somebody, but um, I'm, I'm thrilled with that. That's a, a good $100 I spent a couple of months ago so I could see these panels. Fantastic. Sorry, I've just shared on the Google Plus event page your picture with uh, Kevin Smith. Oh no! So, Thank you so oh, much. Yeah. Oh, not a problem at all. It's a great picture. <laughs> Kevin just looks like he's—he looks. Uh, look at my new best friend. This is yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, so I mean, we're into. Oh, okay. Let's um, let's go through a couple of questions. Um, well, number one, um, I think I. This is where I really need to expand the text on my. Uh, Laptop, considering uh, Janine Lacaro. I thought the question said, "I think you're not even allowed to have wood." You see, this is what happens when you scan questions and you don't think forward. 
Um, I don't think you. <laughs> I think you aren't even allowed to have wood weapons, which I think is even worse. Um, yeah. It's me, and my, me and my dirty mind. I do apologise. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, yeah, Leonard. <laughs> lowering, the, lowering the tone. I do apologise. Okay, let's go to a serious question. Um, was uh, this is from Martin Burke? Was there any obvious difference between the non-profit CCI and for-profit Repop? Did it seem more commercial, or like money was the focus, or did it not feel very much any different? That that really gets into a whole phil philosophical questions about the difference. Um, what feels different between the two conventions, and I love both of them equally. Yes, I, I, I am a mother and can say that to two children, <laughs> even though I only have one, um, is that Reed Pop has got the business plan in place so they can adopt the newer technologies and employ staff members to accomplish tasks. And sometimes if you're a volunteer organization, you don't have the continuity of uh, personnel to be, or you get in or the organization gets um, very old boy and doesn't uh, it doesn't sure. adopt yeah, yeah, the yeah. newer technologies yeah. better. Easy. It doesn't have the ability to move yeah. and shift with the time. Right, that. move and shift, exactly. Um, so those would be the, the types of difference that I've noticed. Um, it's hard for me to differentiate between the New York, uh, the New York Reed Pop and, and, and San Diego because the, the, you're in New York, so the, the – the customers are very different in New York than San Diego. I mean, it's just a whole different beast. Um, SoCal for New York City, and and um, the the people just walking on the floor are different. And sure. long live the difference. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, it, 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 no. it's it's certainly a. a it's something that we were talking about um, uh, between ourselves earlier on this week. In that, mm -hmm. um, where Repop certainly has that shift in the, the, the facility to move and also has the, the financial ability to expand right. beyond the one con. They announced this week at, um, at the New York Comic Con that they're going to be doing one a little bit closer to me and I'm wondering whether I should uh, make the effort to go to Paris because uh, that, like <laughs> that, that sounds like an interesting event to take part in. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I would, so, if I were you and I could swing it financially, I would. You know, I mean, I drove eight hours, um, six hours to come here. Sure. So, it's uh, it, it, my my comments though, just to be clear, um, with regard, I didn't go into the ben the um, the benefits. That's the wrong word there, but uh, of CCI because the organization of CCI is is special, it's unique, and to have a volunteer organization that is that large and that puts on shows that are that geared towards um, the enjoyment of all of its fans is is a unique, um, wonderful, wonderful organization and definitely has to be treasured. 
Uh, so I, I just in my compliments to Reed Pop, I don't want to forget about the the great things that CCI has done for con culture sure. over the years. I think, also, I think I think there's also the element as well with that volunteer um, aspect. There's also the sense of um, loyalty because it, it becomes more of a familial kind of setup rather than a business model that you're an employee that you're a friend of the con rather than an employee if you know right I think that, that I think that I think there's uh, pros and cons for both I, I, mm-hmm. I, I agree. but I think Repop when it comes to um, certainly making it more of a, an international event they have the ability to do it because they have the funds to do it so uh, Martin it's a very very good question pros and cons and it's a discussion I think we can Oh, it's, the, uh, the, the, the we'll be talking about that one for years. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Ian, because uh, I've kind of left you out of this, because I, I, I want to kind of get you involved in the conversation. Um, okay. I mean, how how far would you travel to go to a con, and um, would one panel, a big panel a day, be worthy of that kind of journey? Um, Is I the exhibition floor enough? <laughs> Hmm. Probably my furthest I would probably go. Probably Europe if they had it there. Um. What 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 is your focus? I mean, is it comics? Is it uh, DC? Is it Marvel? It's, it's, is it it's honestly a little bit of everything. Um, my focus sometimes, like when I go to comic, San Diego Comic Con, so that this past year was Hall H because of Age of Ultron. Uh, I got in line at 10 a.m. Uh, Friday morning and just waited there the entire day and night until next day. You and uh, a fair number of others would dedicate enough to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's a little bit of everything for me. Sometimes I'm, I I want to meet uh, you know some creators. You know that'll be my focus. But um, you know I, I I tend to dab into little things here and there. But if something major comes up, you know I'm just gonna. Go right to it. The hell with everything else. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Alyssa, I think what we'll do. I mean, we'll wrap. We'll wrap things up because uh, obviously you've got uh, other things that you're wanting to do, uh, and certainly Thank there's you. stuff down on the marble. I know you're wanting that Daredevil poster. If there's anyone oh. watching this live, if anyone can try and get hold of that Mar- uh, Daredevil poster, for us, that'd be fantastic. Very <laughs> oh. um, quickly, a couple yeah. of comments that have come in. Um, a comment came from Martin saying, um, uh, as part of the uh, weapons um, uh, ruling, turning around saying that it, I heard you weren't even allowed to have uh, lightsabers uh, on the floor. Well, I'm, we're looking down on uh, the, the floor of New York Comic Con, and I have seen a couple of glowing lightsabers on the screen. So, mm-hmm. obviously, there's some leeway there. <laughs> so you can get those guys. There. Yeah. Can you see the, the guys in green? The cosplayers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, giving it the full posing and okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the, the highlight yesterday was my from my son's uh, were the dancing Deadpool's. They had like <laughs> ten of them that were just going to it. <laughs> well, what, what, has so, been, what has been the most random thing that you spotted at New York um, Comic Con for this? That I, I I saw a whole group of Assassin's Creed. Folk just march into the hall, and that was that was just brilliant. Um, I was hoping my son wasn't mixed in, but he was not. So unfortunately, <laughs> so. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, very quickly, uh, just to wrap up, like I say, with a couple of questions. Um, Janine, uh, Comic-Con seems to make it more affordable with badge prices and letting children up to age, age, uh, age 13 go in for free. That's a very good point as well. Yes. Um, I think, I, I mean, for all of Comic-Con's um, faults and uh, for all of their, the, the issues that, that you can get with San Diego Comic-Con, CCI's primary and main focus is absolutely always been making sure the fans have the best time they can. They, they, they yeah. really, I, I mean, even with 140,000 people showing up at the door, they really do consider everyone who walks through the door their family. So I think mm -hmm. that's, that's the, the, the shift between the two. Um, so, very quickly, um, Janine uh, basically would like to say, Alyssa, hope you're having fun. At last. And, um, <laughs> at last, I will. We will let you get off. Enjoy the rest of the uh, the day. Um, we have had a comment as well about yourself, Ian. Basically saying, "Do you? Are you wearing? Uh, sorry, are you drinking a surge? That takes me back to high school. Um, <laughs> I would like one, but Amazon sold out faster than San Diego Comic Con badges. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to just hold that up? Hold that. Up. Well, I mean, Hold that up. What was that, sorry? It just so, yeah, there you go, everyone. Yeah. All, all I'm thinking is tantrum now. That's, that's all I'm going. That's, that's where I'm going. Okay, um, we've had a question from Travis. Was the Avengers new preview different than the one in San Diego? It sounds like the sequence in Dark Tower was the same, but it also sounds like there's some new footage that's been cut into the uh, the... The, the, the montage bit at the back end. So I, when that I, drops online, who knows? I, I also did see the Daredevil panel um, that's coming. Oh, out you on kept Netflix. that quiet. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, okay. I, it, the, I'm working on a little sleep here. It's fourth day. Sorry. <laughs> um, that looks amazing. It's worth a Netflix subscription. Absolutely. Um, wow. okay. Dark, the, dark, the and. Good, good fight scenes. Really, really good fight scenes. And Foggy Nelson <laughs> is there. It's Excellent. so uh, yeah. As a Daredevil fan, it's it, absolutely worth it. Well, I mean, the one thing that everyone has seen uh, in the outside world is the two promo pictures that um, Marvel have released of Daredevil. Um, is the outfit staying black? From what you can see. <laughs> From what we saw, it wasn't it wasn't the full on red outfit. It was his pre outfit. So the clips we probably saw were from the first you know the first few episodes. Uh, it looks very very Frank Miller. Um, I thought when I, I saw that, I thought, uh, that's very yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, I I didn't get excited so much about the pictures purely because they they are very dark and you can't quite tell from mm -hmm. what you can see. But from what I'm hearing from the panels, the footage just sounds absolutely amazing. How 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 brutal are we talking? Are we talk, I mean, for a Netflix show, are we talking um, very kind of full on or is it more kind full of on? Small bill, full on. Small, I mean, right. yeah, it. I I have watched a number of. Uh, I like fight scenes. You know, and, and and to my mind, granted, I'm I'm easily fooled by by fight scenes, but this one looked full on full contact. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, it looked like <laughs> that the, they were really fighting. Um. And 
I've done a little bit of sparring myself and, and have seen, certainly seen enough, uh, dojos in my life. And, um, it was right there. Cool. <laughs> Looks good. Wow. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very much up for, I mean, like I say, I think New York Comic Con is the kind of, the, the cutoff point when, um, footage may now start to roll out. Because obviously San Diego Comic Con, they'll keep that summer and they'll keep everything very much under wraps. But now that it's been shown at New York Comic Con, Hopefully now we'll start seeing more footage. Finger, the fingers crossed. Yep. We can only hope. Well, I want to see that. Uh, what, I mean, I've seen it myself, but I really won't mind seeing uh, numerous occasions on repeat the uh, Avengers at Age of Ultron. Uh, oh, yeah. Which, <laughs> of course, absolutely. They, okay. they, showed, they showed it, and we're all like, again, <laughs> the first thing. And, and, and we're like, again. <laughs> and they showed it right away. <laughs> so it was great. Excellent. Yes, I do. I do. I I want to get that freebie that they're handing out over there, and I've got to right. pick up something at um, two before two. Otherwise, they're going to give it away. So I'm if I can what, get going, we'll, I'd appreciate we'll, it. We'll, we'll 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 let you go. I'll have a quick chat with Ian, and uh, we'll also talk about next week very quickly. Um, no, I'll you can watch this back, or I'll message you uh, next week's uh, hanging out. It's going to be a bit of a special one, so uh, I'll tell you more about that in a second. Oh, Thank sweet. You yeah. Love it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed, Alyssa. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye, guys. I'm enjoy the rest of it. Oh, enjoy now. the rest of it. It looks amazing. Brilliant. And How do I hang up? What... I think you just hit the hangout button. I can kick you off. <laughs> no, no. no kick, kick. I, well, yeah, maybe if I turn my phone off, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. Okay. Bye okay, bye. Bye bye. Okay, so uh, we'll let Alyssa get off because. Yeah, there's. It's Sunday. It's coming up to two o'clock in on the uh, East Coast, but there's still so much to see, and you can see there in those pictures the the convention floor is still absolutely round. Um, very quickly, let's cover a couple of questions, and perhaps Ian, as somebody who has been to San Diego Comic Con, this might um, come uh, something you can jump in on. Uh, this is a question from Travis. Uh, okay. Since uh, there are more than likely uh, won't be an expansion of the convention center in San Diego. What do you think of CCI taking over some of the other cons that are getting bigger every year, like Seattle's Emerald City Comic Con, to help relieve of the stress of San Diego? That's a big question. Yeah. That's huge. Um. I mean, I think this also ties in with the, the uh, um, deciding to not do uh, Ape this year. Oh, sorry, next year as well. They're kind of they're scaling down to the, the two events, or maybe getting the ability now to expand to a, a third. Um, what do you think? Um, yeah, that's possible. Um, for the first part of his question, wow, probably Seattle. Um, I know a lot of people um, want... Some people want uh, uh, SDCC to go to Vegas, but uh, a lot of people don't want it to go to Vegas because it's so hot there. Um, I think it's also just because it's also so adult-orientated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th I think the, I mean the, the, one of the great things about San Diego for me personally is the fact that it is very much um, a coastal town. It's mm -hmm. it's very laid back. It has that kind of very chilled out coastal vibe. Uh, you take it to Las Vegas and all of a sudden it turns very neon and very adult and very yeah. it's it's a, it certainly doesn't have the the uh, the bay kind of vibe to it. With the, exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I understand what you're saying, uh, Travis. Uh, I personally don't see them taking over another con, purely mm-hmm. because I don't think they have the funds, I don't think they have the resources. Um, they have the experience, and that's the difference. Taking over a con, I think most people as well also see Comic-Con as the big daddy, and who really wants the big daddy to come along and kind of show them how it's done. If you're a half-successful con, I don't think you, that's not going to be great for a con's ego. Uh, so I think um, they'll kind of, I don't think taking over a con. Creating a new one may be something, but um, that... That would be cool. Yeah. Oh, it would be. But I think that's also down to, like I say, um, resources and availability. So I think that's just it's very, very. It's, it's awkward. I mean, uh, I'd love to try and get um, David back on uh, the Hangouts to talk about um, certainly what uh, happened with Ape and also uh, Comic Con's plans for the future. But we'll see how that goes with scheduling uh, with David's time. Um, we also have. Uh, I mean, it, Travis is absolutely right in saying that um, mm-hmm. it would also help with people who can't get Comic-Con badges, but um, I think it's very much like a vacuum in that regard, in that uh, it doesn't matter how many you start these up, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con remains a very separate beast, and And however big you get that, it's just going to... I think also, I think CCI, I don't think they're going to give up the convention center. Uh, I think they'll put in a new contract, hopefully, for an extension, maybe, um, past 2016, then Hopefully they'll put the expansion on. So we'll see about that. Well, I think we're going to find out next uh, next year. I think yeah. we're going to find, by July next year we're going to find out where it's where this is all going. And I guarantee at this point there are very high level conversations about what the hell is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That convention center expansion is just it's now dead in the water without somebody showing up with a very very blank checkbook. Um, it's just not going to happen, uh, unfortunately. Um, I, I mean, fingers crossed. I'd absolutely love the expansion to to continue, but it's yeah, it's facing that financial uphill battle. It's just it's just awkward. So there we go. Um, yeah. We had, we've got Travis again, who's turning around and saying that Seattle is perfect because it does have the uh, the the hotels and it has the space um, and it can take it. So it's uh, one city I've never been to. I'd, I'd like I'd like to go. So who knows. Ah, there you go. Um, let's have a look. Ah, oh, something that uh, we should have asked um, uh, Alyssa about. I've also heard that some of the panels at New York Comic Con did not allow any photography or video for the whole panel. Comic Con San Diego does this as well, but it is purely yeah. down to not um, read pop, and it's not down to the uh, convention center. It is down to the exhibitors themselves. So if there's any issues in that department, those unfortunately are the people that you need to be. Uh, talking to and talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, also about uh, New York Comic Con. I read on, I think it was Facebook or Twitter, with the weapons issue, um, I think they were just confiscating the weapons, but they give you a ticket uh, for later on so you can get your weapon back at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, it, I mean, like, I think we'll, we, we, I mean, we have spoken to Brian and asked if uh, we can have some time with him once all the, uh, the the noise has died down from this year. Uh, mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll uh, get a, a post-New York Comic Con conversation going uh, in a couple of weeks' time. It will have to be a couple of weeks' time because we've got something a little bit special planned for next week. We'll come back mm-hmm. to that in a second. Um, 
let's see uh, Janine is saying, well, we also have seen how Comic-Con is utilizing hotel ballrooms and, and other off-site events to, uh, venues to help with more space. This is absolutely correct. Um, it's something that I've said before on these Hangouts in that San Diego Comic-Con is now becoming uh, it's San Diego Comic-Con. It's hosted by the city. Um, it's not just the convention center. It's just it, it's expanded far beyond that. And I think it will continue to do so until 2016. Mm -hmm. and, then all, and then all bets are off. Um, I think CCI used 2014 as an experiment to find out how far people will go, how far they can expand that bubble into the city, and how how willing the city will accept that expansion. But at the end of the day, if it can't take it any further, then they're going to have to move. And they will. I think they will eventually have to maybe bite the bullet. So who knows? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, last thing I'm going to – we'll wrap up then. So, Ian, very quickly, any things that are kind of like happening for you in the next week or so? Any television that you're watching? Anything that uh, is exciting you at the moment? Agents of Shield. That's what I'm watching. I love it. Uh, it's a fantastic second season so far. I've been watching Gotham. Um, it's been disappointing. Really? I, yeah, I have not been liking it. Um, the only character I like is the guy that plays the Penguin. That, that's about it. But uh, you are I'm, not the only person to say it. You're not yeah. the only person to say it. But other than that, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people have been a bit concerned about just how much story they're cramming into, you know, how many nods and winks they're cramming into uh, the first initial four or five episodes. It seems a bit heavy-handed. And if we have yeah. one more sequence where the Riddler shows up and makes a crap pun before getting shot down by everybody else in the room and belittling him, if we get another one of those scenes... I'm going to give up on that character because just, just... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. But no, Agents of Seal, I, I totally agree. I mean, I know that the show had a lot of detractors um, for the first season and there's mm -hmm. a number of people who I guarantee will be watching this and watched the first five, six episodes and just gave up on it. I think after the, the mid-season break and when it started to dovetail into the rest of the cinematic universe, that's when that program started to fly. And yeah, season two so far has been uh, impressive. Brilliant. Yeah, that's that's Joss hey. Whedon. You know, he starts things off slow, and then he just ramps it up at the at uh, the middle towards the end, and that's why I, well, I didn't really understand it. Uh, you know, when, well, I don't think I don't think that's Joss. I think you're looking at the, the I think you're looking at the wrong Whedons there. Really? Um, the, the, oh yes, I think the two that are absolutely well, it yeah. is the two yeah. that are absolutely the engine behind Agents of Shield. Is uh, Marissa Tanahawen and uh, Jed Whedon, the husband mm -hmm. and wife team behind uh, Agents of Shield. And not only that, but there's a couple of lines in the first couple of episodes of the second season where you're watching it and you just go, "That's a Jed line." Because while Joss has got quite a wicked sense of humour, mm -hmm. Jed and Marissa are a whole other ball game. They're very snarky, very quick-witted, very sharp. Um, you, you can just tell when those two are writing writing the scene. Okay. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, Ian. Thank um, you for having hopefully me. We'll, not a problem. Hopefully we'll have you again on an, uh, another Hangout. We were going to be joined by Joel Meadows, but um, he's at New York Comic Con as well. I suspect that um, just 
getting connection was a bit awkward inside the center, which is understandable at this point, but never mind. Um, we are going to be having a pretty big um, hangout next week, or certainly an eventful one, and uh, I'll quickly explain. We, um, in the blogging community for San Diego Comic-Con, and Comic-Cons in general, were interested and galvanized by a post that was put up by a writer, uh, sorry, the, write, the wife of an artist. Uh, she's a producer herself. Um, I've got her name to hand, but um, it's somewhere. But I'll, I'll post more details afterwards. Basically, the post was under the title, Have Comic-Cons Jumped the Shark? It basically stated that from a, an exhibitor's point of view, it now be getting, it's now getting to the point where it's difficult to justify creatives going to Comic-Cons financially and also spiritually as a kind of fulfilling endeavor to go when it seems that crowds seem more excited about cosplayers walking the exhibition floor than speaking to the artists and creators themselves. Last week we very quickly broached and talked about this subject. Uh, we talked about how possibly it's actually very difficult for people who attend Comic-Cons to know how to approach creatives and approach the booths without kind of feeling that they're being pressured to either buy something to actually just interact with these people. During that conversation, I said that perhaps we could talk to uh, the writer of the, the post and get her on board and talk to her. As it happens, she's willing and she's uh, going to be joining us next Sunday. So it's going to be a very special uh, cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego next Sunday as we um, bring this very um, divisive uh, topic to the Hangout. Um, hopefully you can join us. It's going to be at the same time each and every week. Um, it's going to be an, an interesting one for me as well because it's either going to be hosted here uh, in Yorkshire where I live or it's going to be uh, <laughs> somewhere I can find Wi-Fi because I'm hopefully going to be going to the Lakes International Art Festival uh, in Kendall next Sunday. So either way, by 6 o'clock we will be here and um, it's going to be a very interesting topic of conversation. I don't know whether we're going to be inviting a number of cosplayers involved as well. I don't want an argument. I don't want to get into a full-blown um, fist fight and knock, knock out, drag out kind of scrap uh, on, the, on the hangouts because that's absolutely not the vibe of these things whatsoever. But we do want to have a discussion because it is a very interesting topic, especially when it comes to the creatives and the people who spend a lot of money to take time out to sit behind a, a table and hopefully speak to fans at Comic-Cons. So hopefully you will join us next week. Right, uh, we will continue the conversation, of course, on social media. Uh, where can people find you, uh, Ian? Best place to find you? Uh, Facebook. Just add me or Twitter, uh, at, Admiral, at Admiral Chewy. I'm on there also. But How do you spell Chewy? It's not, it's not the Star Wars spelling of Chewy, is it? No, no, it isn't. Um, it's, uh, I don't think it is. Uh, C-H-E-W-E-Y. You see, uh, the George Lucas version is I-E at the end. Ah, yep. Yes, and this is why I had no friends as a friend as a kid. And you can find me on um, numerous uh, social medias. Englishman SDCC is probably the best one to find me on Twitter. You can find me on Google Plus at plus an Englishman in San Diego. And, of course, anywhere else you want to uh, add the conversation and keep the conversation going by tweeting using, using the hashtag 
cup o t s d c c. We would love to keep uh, any uh, topics that you want to keep going throughout the course of the next seven days. Right, that's been uh, our cup of tea this week. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Don't forget to sub subscribe on iTunes. Uh, of course, uh, don't forget to subscribe on the YouTube channel. And do keep an eye out on the Twitter for news of next week, which, like I say, is going to be quite a big uh, hangout for a cup of tea. We're also going to be inviting some more special guests over the next couple of weeks. And hopefully in two weeks' time, we will also have a post-New York Comic Con uh, hangout here on an Englishman in San Diego. Thank you very much indeed. We'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye, Ian. <laughs> Bye, Leonard. <laughs> Bye.